Hi there, this is Marcus Fernandez, your host for The Home Prescriber. This podcast is for all things homeopathy, for home prescribing, acute issues that you can deal with at home with some simple homeopathic remedies. We'll be covering everything from anxiety to cystitis to sprains, strains, bumps and bruises to hay fever. Well, I'm going to show you the top remedies that you can use for home prescribing. So check us out now and become a confident home prescriber. As I always say, homeopathy is simple. Stick to the principles of homeopathy, the law of similars. These are really, really, really basic principles that we have to keep referring back to. These are our North Star. This is what guides us in our prescribing. And when you do home prescribe, when you're using the remedies for home prescribing, then look for those characteristic keynotes that I always talk about. And this is what I'm presenting today. When I go through these remedies, the top five, the top four, the top six, the top 10, I'm always trying to draw out the essence of these remedies and the keynotes. What makes it better? What makes it worse? This is how you differentiate between the remedies. So today we're going to be talking about the top homeopathic remedies for impetigo, okay, for impetigo. And if you've had children, a lot of kids get impetigo, they get it from school, really, really common in children, but there's some really great remedies that we can use. So what is impetigo? Well, it's a skin infection that's often very contagious, but not usually, you know, that serious, okay? It's caused by bacteria, the staphylococci bacteria, and you may be exposed to it from all the root causes of it when you come in contact with somebody who has got it, who's infected and who's contagious. So you know, often from their sores. And this is when you've shared items with them, such as clothing, bed linen, towels, or toys, particularly with kids, because often kids, especially young children, often very close together and handling all different sorts of things, putting things in their mouths, putting them back, putting something else around the mouths. So often you will see it in kids. And normally it gets better within seven to 10 days, you know, if you get treatment and anyone can get it, but it's very common in, in young children. And again, for you guys who've got kids, you know, it's, you've probably come across this before. And to check if you've got impetigate, it normally starts with red sores or blisters, but the redness may be harder to see on brown or black skin. And the sores or blisters, they burst, and then they leave these crusty golden brown patches on the skin. Okay. So, and these patches can look a bit like cornflakes that are stuck to your skin. Okay. It looks like cornflakes stuck all around, especially if around the mouth. Get bigger, they can spread to the other parts of your body as well. So remember, you get impetigo in other parts of your body. It can be very, very itchy and sometimes it can be painful. So, as we said, it can spread to other parts of your body. And it can be spread to other people until it starts becoming contagious. And this is normally when the patches dry out and they start to crust over. So that is impetigo. What is it? So check us out on the YouTube, our YouTube channel. If you subscribe, you will get up-to-date information when the videos are being released. And all our videos are on there from past sessions that I've done. Everything from, you know, sore throats to cold sores to hay fever and some really good common usages of these remedies, but also top tips of how to prescribe. And check us out on our website as well, www.chehomeopathy.com, for one of my words today, where we do all different courses from beginner's level all the way to practitioner level. So let's look at some of the homeopathic remedies we're going to cover today. And the first remedy we're going to cover, probably the most popular remedy for 
for Impetigo is antimonium crude. So this often, you can see with the picture here around the face here, often appears in children around the corners of the mouth, the face or the nose, and it's yellow crusted eruption around the mouth and nose, which can burn, itch and can spread to the chin. And it's thick, hard, honey colored scabs often that they get. Get cracks on the corners of the mouth, which can be dry, sore, cracked, and also cracked and crusty nostrils as well. And the tongue, and this is a keynote for Ancomonium crude, is the tongue can be coated like with like a white, thick coating on the tongue. Okay, so that's a keynote often of ant crude. And they can be extremely irritable, they can be really grumpy, and dislike being touched or being looked at. Okay, another keynote here of ant crude. They get burning and itching eruptions, worse at night, worse heat of the bed, but also a cold as well. Okay, so they can be worse for cold. And can have gastric issues, bloating after eating, constant belching, because there can be digestive issues with ant crude as well as the symptoms of impetigo. But also remember the keynote of the white thick tongue, that it's the coating is white and thick. So often that is a big keynote for ant crude, because a lot of these remedies are quite similar. So to differentiate, you'll be looking at some of these keynotes, which I've highlighted there in black. Next remedy is Griffitis. So Impetiger here, often found in the folds of the skin behind the ears, big keynote for Griffitis neck, but again, corners of the mouth, around the nose, and often Griffitis can be left-sided, okay? Things on the left-hand side. And they have moist, crusty eruptions that ooze with a honey-like sticky discharge. This is the keynote for graphitis. We did this when we did athlete's foot. Same thing. This is the way there's a picture here of honey. It's like they get this honey-like sticky discharge from it. The eruptions are first a light color and then light colored and then they get itching followed by scab formation, which is the pattern for impetigo. And the itching subsides once the scabs are formed. But again, not only can you get this honey-like sticky discharge, they can also get some yellow pus and discharge, which is watery and almost like blood from the eruptions, which can excoriate. So any discharge often with graphitis can excoriate the skin. Again, the lips are cracked and sore, particularly cracks here on the corners of the mouth. This is very common with graphitis all around the nostrils. The eruptions are worse heat. Itching is worse at night, okay, but better for open air. And then afterwards, the eruptions can be quite slow to heal, okay, with graphitis. It's quite sluggish. The system's quite sluggish with graphitis. But again, the keynotes here, fold of the skin, as we know, empathizing out all different places, honey-like sticky discharge that they get. The lips are cracked, but particularly cracks here at the corner of the mouth. The discharge can excoriate, so it can burn. The discharge, worse for heat, worse at night, better open air, but there, often the eruptions can be quite slow to heal. And that's a keynote of graphitis. The next remedy, mesirium. Okay, so this is for skin inflammations with unbearable itching. So with mesirium, the itching is unbearable. Okay, really are scratching themselves. And they get numerous blisters on a red background, later bursting and seeping with burning pain. And then scabs start to build after that. And with this remedy, there's a formation of thick crusts on the skin. The eruptions are most prominently around the mouth with coryza. And they can use this acrid, gluey-like moisture and form thick scabs, which crust like chalk. It looks like chalk. Again, another little keynote of this remedy. 
So we said the options are very itchy, but also they change place. So you'll itch at one place and then it'll itch somewhere else or itch somewhere else. It moves around with the eruptions with this remedy. And then there's a sensation afterwards of coldness in that area. After you've scratched, it feels cold, which other remedies have it. You scratch and it feels hot. It can burn. Well, with this remedy, Miserium, it actually feels cold after. So that's a strange, rare and peculiar symptom of this remedy. But they'll continue to scratch, as I said, this intolerable scratch until the eruption, until it bleeds. And sometimes they even take the scabs off as they're itching. And they can have this thick yellow pus, again, which can discharge. There may be this sensation of internal burning with external violent itching in areas or single parts, wherever it is. And often they'll get one-sided symptoms. So they'll be on the left or it'll be on the right. Okay, so it can be either. Now, the thing about this remedy as well, emotionally, they can also have this overwhelming feeling of anxiety and they feel the emotions where they say in the stomach, in their solar plexus. So they feel this sense of anxiety. So you may see this with this remedy. And again, this is how we differentiate between these impetigo remedies. Worse at night, worse in the evening, the midnight, worse for touch and worse for warmth. Okay, that can be warmth bathing, that can be warmth of the bed. Very sensitive, this remedy, very sensitive to cold air, very chilly, even in a warm room. We've done other remedies in the past, like Hepalsol. This is like that. It's very, very chilly, very sensitive to any cold air. And often, sometimes, people can get these itching eruptions after vaccination. So then we have a vaccination, and then they may develop itching eruptions afterwards. Really good remedy to know for Impetigo. Rustox, Rustox here. The leaf here. This is for dry, hot, burning rash, dry, burning rash that can appear in small spots. And this is often right sided with Rustox. The skin can be red, swollen, and the itching can be really intense. And it feet and smart as well, it smarts, and it can feel like being pierced with hot needles. That's the sensation they feel. And people will say this. So they get small crops of blisters that come in clusters around the corners of the mouth or on the chin. And they get these small vesicles that can weep, uh, produce like foul smelling pus, yellow pus, which are itchy and sore to touch. Okay, they feel really sore to touch, quite painful. And then once the pus comes out, they cross over the eruptions. But also they can have, as well as the rash and the impetigo, they can get swollen glands, sensation of a sore throat. Another keynote here, which I haven't put on the slides, is that they can get a red triangle on the tip of the tongue. Well, that's a big keynote for Rustox. You might not, again, might not see all these keynotes, but this will get you into the remedy. This will get you into the remedy. Better heat, better itching, really hot applications, worse cold damp, worse wet. This is Rustox symptoms. Worse midnight, worse cold air makes the skin painful. So if they go outside in the air and it's cold air, they'll say it makes the face painful. It makes the skin very painful from the eruptions. Okay, so that's Rustox. Small little remedy, I wanted to mention it because not many people use it and you probably won't get this from the health food store. You'll find this from a homeopathic pharmacy. It's the Remedy Viola. Now this is actually pansy. You can see the picture. This is made from the pansy. And it's impetigo, especially on the face and the forehead. You can get it on the chin as well and the upper lip. And they get groups of pustules followed by scabs, thick scabs on the face, which can crack and ooze and yellow and watery, tenacious pus. Okay, tenacious pus. And the pus, when it comes out, it hardens like a gum. It can harden like a gum. It's going to be quite thick and hard. But again, they get this intolerable itching, a bit like miserium. We talked about burning, especially at night. 
and you get cracked or sticky crusts on the head and get it on the scalp if you spread onto the scalp which again can ooze this yellow pus but it makes the hair all matted and sticking together worse for the winter again worse for cold air and aversion to cold air so a lot of these remedies have this but one of the again the strange very peculiar symptoms and a keynote of this remedy is their urine can smell like cat's urine so very strong very very strong urine and it can be copious and frequent urging to go as well so again a keynote good little remedy to know about not a common remedy but i wanted to share with you again you won't get this over the health food store over the counter you probably get it from a homeopathic pharmacy but a really interesting remedy to know about and then calendula. So we've talked about calendula a lot of the different videos we've done now over the time. So this is good to use in mother tincture, especially if it's in warm rather than cool, diluted warm water. And it really, as we know, promotes healing, reduces inflammation, stops and clears infection. And it's good to have in the first aid box. So if you're going to use the tincture, 10 or 15 drops in a small glass of cool, boiled or sterile water for bathing and cleaning. If it stings, it can be diluted more. And can be sensitive or you can use calendula cream which again you can get any health food store will sell it and supermarkets now even sell calendula cream get it in most places and you can apply the a calendula cream uh, if the skin is cracked and sore twice a day okay and it will really really help and we've talked about this a lot calendula cream all different things so again, as we always like to cover about prescribing, people ask, well, how do I prescribe this? So get these remedies in a 6C or 30C, which again, you get in most health food stores or in remedy kits and take one dose twice a day for three or four doses or until symptoms improve. Again, as I keep repeating, you're looking for the keynotes of the remedy. You don't need everything in each of those remedy pictures. Looks like for a three-legged stool, three major key points of that remedy in order to prescribe. And if symptoms persist, seek a qualified practitioner, okay, to help you with that. So, again, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check us out on the website, chehomeopathy.com, for other things that we do. Other blogs as well are on the website, as well as our courses. And thank you very much for attending today. I hope that was useful. And again, as I always say, please use these remedies when you see them. You don't need to have every single pot of information in each of those remedies. You're looking for those keynotes in order to prescribe. Hi, Marcus here. Just want to say a big thank you for listening to the podcast. And I hope you feel more confident about prescribing homeopathic remedies in acute situations. Now, you can also access, if you click on the link below, my free book as an ebook called The Home Prescriber. And here you'll find a lot more information about all different acute conditions that you can treat within the home with homeopathy. Also, I'm going to give you access to our free home prescriber course with one of our lecturers, Hilary Dorian. This is an amazing course where Hilary will deep dive into the principles and philosophy of homeopathy and looking at remedies as well as looking at potency and how to prescribe. So click on the link below for cchehomeopathy.com to get access to your free home prescriber course. Again, thank you for listening and we'll look forward to seeing you very soon on our next podcast.